1: It's a great Friday night here on the Rita Cosby show and lots of news to talk about tonight, including President Trump, who was in rare form at the rally in my old stomping ground of Wilmington, North Carolina. I did a semester at the University of North Carolina in Wilmington, so I know it very, very well, that area. And it is big Trump country. And... Needless to say, just even looking at some images of the rally, it's like, you know why President Biden is going after him. You know why the Democrats are going after him, because he gets a packed place every time. You know, Biden gets like four people in a parking lot and they're asleep by the time he starts talking because they're like bored to death. And yet there is still such incredible energy for President Trump. There's such a huge turnout for President Trump. And he is clearly not going down without a huge fight. And he says he's not going down, period. And if you ever thought that, like, all of these things that were coming at him this week, all the barbs and all the swings that were coming at him this week, and especially Letitia James announcing the lawsuit and everything else, all of the things that he is dealing with, if you thought this was going to dissuade him from taking a swipe, at Letitia James and also taken a swipe at all the various investigations, the Justice Department, everything else that's coming down. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He's emboldened. I said it to you guys. It's so funny. When I heard that Letitia James had filed the suit, remember she announced, oh, it's this big, huge thing. There's going to be this enormous, big, you know, breakthrough. There's all this stuff happening and then she announces that it's just a civil suit, which is very minor. I thought it was going to be maybe something much, much bigger, but she's spending all this time, and she announces just basically a small civil suit over real estate issues. And so she comes out. This comes out the same time that the DOJ uh, is getting access to the documents that they took during the raid. So that's happening. And then, of course, we know that next week, there is going to be a new January 6th hearing. They're building up again. What a surprise, 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 right before the midterms. So that's coming down. So he had a pretty crazy week. He was getting, you know, arrows from every different direction. And what does President Trump do in sort of classic President Trump style? He does a huge rally for candidates there in North Carolina. And, of course, in classic Trump style, He takes it right to the various prosecutors. This is like classic President Trump. It's not like, oh, no, no, no. It's like they're coming after me. They're doing this. They're going after my kids now. They're going after my business now. I mean, Letitia James is trying to basically say you can't do business in New York again. She's trying to block the family from not being able to do any business, especially Trump in New York, period. And basically saying that he shouldn't be able to do business in New York State for at least five years. I mean, what are you kidding me? This is so crazy. And you know that if Letitia James had more, she would have been the first one to say, oh, I've got criminal charges. I've got this. I've got that. Well, it didn't look like she had a whole heck of a lot. And so what she came down with was this a civil suit. She came down with it. All right. Here's what we got. Here's this. Here's that. You know, and if you ever thought that Trump was going to crawl up in a hole and say, oh, well, maybe I'm not going to run. Maybe it's just not worth it. By the way, I think the average person would just say it ain't worth it. I mean, think about all the money he's made in his life, um, all the fame he's had in his life and all the issues that he's had to go through in the last few years And again, leading up to January 6th, leading up to all this stuff, now they're saying, okay, no business, no this, no that. A lot of people would say, you know what, take my cards, I fold. You know, it's good, I've had a great life, I don't want to deal with this, I don't want them going after my kids, I don't want them, like, shutting down my business, I don't want them doing any of this stuff. But not Donald Trump. Donald Trump, if anything, gets emboldened by the fight. And if you ever had any doubts that that was going to happen, case. Positive of what happened just about an hour or so ago, literally, in North Carolina, because he is like, I am continuing to swing. And if anything, he is more revved up than ever. He was classic Trump and he was taking it to Letitia James. I love this. Here he is at the rally just a little bit ago. Take a listen to what he said about the New York attorney general who filed the civil suit against him this week.
2: On Letitia James's watch, New York has become a cesspool of violent crime. Homicides in New York are up 52 percent. Robberies are up 38 percent. And carjackings are up, uh, listen to this one, 286 percent. That's the new thing. You get in your car. Oh, I love my car so much, darling. Thank you so much for buying. And then a gun goes through the window. They say, give me that car.
1: 286 percent up. Yeah. And he's talking about how bad crime is in New York. And yet Letitia James isn't going after like the criminals really in New York. She's not scolding Alvin Bragg, for example, the Manhattan DA. She's not doing any of that. She's spending her time deciding that basically President Trump, according to her, uh, inflated the size of his Trump Tower apartment and traded the inflated the value of Mar-a-Lago in Florida. A lot of these things which, quite frankly, are very subjective. And so to me, it really is unbelievable. And I think this is going to backfire on Letitia James, and I think it's going to backfire on Democrats. So tonight, I want to hear your thoughts of where you think a lot of these investigations, particularly against President Trump, are headed. Where do you think there may be some teeth to it, or is it all just smoke and mirrors by a desperate Democratic Party that is trying to do anything it can to bring him down because they know that he is definitely still a threat. They know that he's the kind of guy who can pull out still an enormous amount of voters. And they know that he is not backing down from this fight. It's like, okay, let's try another thing. We tried the raid. Uh, We're continuing with that. Uh, We're trying now Letitia James. We're trying January 6th to start up again. All of these things, where do you see all these investigations headed? And don't you think that President Trump, I think more than ever, is planning on running for president? He's probably going to wait until the midterms. Um, that would make sense. And also right now, quite frankly, he's got a lot of legal bills, and a lot of those change once you declare officially that you're the candidate um, But he's got a lot of money in the hopper. I mean, there are people who know him. I was with some people the other night, and it was pretty impressive how much money he's got in his coffers. And they say there is no doubt in their mind that he is planning to run. So talk about a guy who's taken a lot of barbs. And what a contrast, as we saw from a weeping willow this week at the U.N. We had, you know, Biden going, uh, 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 about Putin, uh, 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 uh. But no, let's talk about windmills and green energy. You know, can you imagine if it was Trump this week after Putin was basically saying he's not bluffing about nuclear weapons? All I kept thinking about is it would be Trump would be like, Putin, don't you dare think about it. We'll send you back to the Stone Age. Now, Iran will send you back to the Stone Age. Next ones, whereas like Biden just basically gave everybody a free pass. I mean, this week was like I was like, are you kidding me? The world is looking at what's happening. And with the U.N. this week, there's a lot of bad actors who were also at the U.N. You know, we have the president of Iran, by the way, who was here. Biden basically said we will not allow them to get a nuclear weapon. And then he moves on. He had more anger about climate than I heard him about Russia and about Iran. And that, to me, is heartbreaking as an American. That's for sure. Well, here's a little bit more of Trump at the rally just a little bit ago, again, attacking Crime in New York, his beloved New York and my beloved New York. And he basically said Letitia James is wasting her time that she wrote on the policies of getting Trump. I mean, that's a whole other issue. And I know many of you attorneys out there listen to the show and I love getting your feedback because she wrote on basically saying I'm going to go after President Trump. That is my mission. That's basically her campaign wish. And then I'm going to find a crime. That's not the way it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be like, here's a crime. Let's look into it and see if indeed it is a crime, as opposed to I'm going to go get Trump and I'm going to find anything I can to get him. And after all this time, all she comes up with is basically real estate, civil real estate issues that like almost anybody who's major player in real estate, especially anything compared to what Trump would have would certainly be aware that this is stuff that happens all the time. I'm not saying it's it's right for people to be changing or the amounts, but a lot of it's subjective, you guys. If you're in real estate, values go up and down. And if you have property in New York or New Jersey or a lot Chicago, guess what? I bet your real estate has dropped tremendously given crime in this country and a lot of places, sadly, under The current regime. Well, here's a little bit of President Trump at the rally again, talking about New York and the fact that Letitia James is spending so much taxpayer time and taxpayer money on not crime, but looking after politics, going after Trump.
2: Thankfully, the latest polls show that Peekaboo James is losing to her Republican challenger this fall. He's very good, too. He's a great, great guy. He's a a real crime fighter. And we wish Michael a lot of luck because he's representing a lot of people that want to see New York change. It's a crime ridden place. But she doesn't just deserve to lose. She deserves to be removed from office, immediately disbarred and banished from the legal profession forever.
1: Wow, he is taking it to LaChisha James. He is not crawling under any sort of rock. Not that I ever expected he would. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show on this great Friday night. Uh, Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts about basically Donald Trump saying... Blank you, Letitia James, blank you. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Well, well, people like Letitia James and uh, people like Joe Biden are basically ventriloquist dummies being operated by a a group of people, very, very, very affluent Democrat politicians and others. We're talking about a 21 trillion, roughly a 21 trillion dollar empire that cannot accept the likes of a Donald John Trump in in their presence. They must obliterate him. I'm very surprised, I'm really shocked that the public is not reacting. I understand what Trump said, but the public sits by and goes, yeah, go get him, Donald, go get him. What about the public? No one one goes to her offices in New York and rallies five, 600 people, 1,000 people and complains about the crime. They don't go. They don't go to Washington, a uh, 500,000 strong, and stand in front of the White House and and, and cry and moan to uh, the president. It's it's the the problem is Trump has support by votes, but the problem is that's all the people do is they just fill out a piece of paper or just pull a lever. That's all they want to do. They don't want to get involved other than that. And what's happening is Letitia James knows that. Joe Biden knows that, and, and the, the people that head of these various federal agencies know that, so they could toy with him because they know the public is not going to get excited and come running down by the thousands and, and protest and picket and scream bloody murder.
1: And you know, the other thing, too, Phil, in addition to what you're talking about, they also have it's been interesting to see sort of, and I use it sort of like a, the orchestra, the orchestration, if you will, because. If you look at what was leading up to this moment, remember it was a couple of weeks ago where Joe Biden was out there, basically, you know, saying if you're a MAGA Republican, you're a threat to the republic. That was his direct line in his Darth Vader speech, you know, with the with the red lights and the Marines behind him. And then he continued the MAGA, MAGA, MAGA even just a few hours ago. He was at uh, the National Education Foundation, a teachers union, and he's still bringing up MAGA Republicans. It's like he's got MAGITIS, right? And so here he is. It's like everything. It's like, if you're MAGA, you're this, you're horrible. You're MAGA, you're this, you're that. Like leading up to this moment, um, in many ways, trying to also diminish his supporters. So they don't want to come out, um, and really advertise. Um, but, but you know, it's interesting. I will also say on the flip side, Phil, clearly people are so passionate about him because he didn't seem to have a problem filling the place in Wilmington, North Carolina. And he didn't have a problem recently filling the place in Ohio, um, and all these other places that he's been doing events. He did a big event in Alaska, filled the place there too. Um, so he still clearly has strong support. And I think it's getting to the point actually, Phil, where, you know, where now people are just like, ah, it is so over the top. It's so blatant. It's so like transparent what they're trying to do. And to me, I think it's just, you know, the, the shaming. And basically saying you're un-American if you're a MAGA supporter. And if you have anything to do with Trump, you're a MAGA, you know. And, and you know, th- it's totally an orchestrated plan to diminish him in every single way, which loose. And, you know, the way that Tisha James came out this week, you would have thought her announcement was going to, like, rock the world. I mean, she's like, we have a huge announcement to make. And it comes right after Joe Biden was addressing the U.N. So the whole world's watching. All the world leaders were in town at the time. I mean, think about the timing of it, too. I don't think there's any coincidence. I mean, it was literally right after he's wrapping up his speech. And here's the next thing that the world should know, not just Joe Biden's speech, but my announcement. And I felt like that's all you got. Like, to me, to me, this was woefully short uh, for somebody who built up these expectations of her whole career, basically going after Trump and I think she should be embarrassed and ashamed, uh, because it, it looks so bad. And I really think it's starting to backfire so big time because between that, between the IRS agents, between the this, it's like everybody that has anything to do with, you know, Trump or conservative is in the crosshairs. And that is out. Bill, thank you very much. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Trump comes out swinging, and I say he's going to announce very soon that he's running in
0: 2024. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Mr. New Jersey, Bruce Springsteen. It's his birthday. 73 years old. Wow. And he is still rocking it, everybody. Let's put a little bit up. It's Friday night. We love it. Here it is, guys. I think this is uh, dedicated to Letitia James, actually. This would be an appropriate song because she's hungry to go after Trump. She sure is that. And who could forget the announcement that she said was going to rock the world? Uh, This is what she said. Remember a few days ago, here's the New York Attorney General. I am announcing that today
4: we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump for violating the law as part of his efforts to generate profits for himself his family, and his company.
1: And she didn't stop there. She said, boy, I got to bring in the kids, too.
4: He did this with the help of the other defendants, his children, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump.
1: You know that she was probably sitting there going, gosh, if I get to the kids, maybe if I could get the mailman, too, and then if I could get... Uh, maybe the delivery guy or a neighbor, if I can pull in every single person, maybe somebody will help me with whatever happens. And a lot of people are saying the fact that she is going after the kids and trying to make sure that Trump doesn't do business basically in New York state and that he can't do real estate for about five years is what she's asking. I mean, this, that he's a real estate guy. I mean, she is clearly trying to cut him off at the knees. And a lot of people says, This will backfire after the break. We're going to play some comments from Bill Barr because that guy is not a huge fan of President Trump. And yet he feels that this is way over the top. What are your thoughts, everybody? And what do you think of Trump coming out swinging again at the rally that took place just a little bit ago? one 800 let us go to Jacqueline on line one. Jacqueline, your thoughts?
5: Hi Rita you know just as my thoughts have been on everything else with this whole charade of this uh, January 6th the hearings it's going absolutely no place because once again they have absolutely nothing on the president and it's going to blow up in their face like it has been as far as her you know not uh, doing her job she since a lot of lawyers listen to your program I am putting out an APB to all the smart, shrewd lawyers, not only in the city, but throughout the state and throughout the country. They should start bringing the class-action lawsuits against all of the elected officials who are not upholding their job. And I spoke with the mayor about this a couple of weeks ago. He said it can be done, even though they have qualified immunity. They should start with the DAs, like Eric Gonzalez, Aaron Bra- Alvin Bragg, and Darcell Clark. They should continue with Letitia James.
1: Yeah, because here we are spending money, taxpayer money, And this is what she got. It is outrageous. What about focusing on criminals? My goodness.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue.
1: And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, by the way, um, I always listen to so many of your comments that you send me on social media. Someone sent me this story. And it's heartbreaking, but I thought it was an important story to share. And I'm glad that all of you do. Again, always feel free to follow me at Rita Cosby on Twitter and send me your comments and your thoughts, too. And also um different stories, too, as one of you did about this. Um And my heart breaks for the people of Richmond, Indiana, uh, because many of you know, of course, that we do this Back the Blue segment every night. And it's always heartbreaking when we hear the story of a law enforcement officer who has died and um, I'm glad one of you sent me this story uh to be able to shine a light on this great American hero. An eastern Indiana police officer who was shot in the head during a traffic stop in August has now died just a few weeks after she was moved uh, and sent to the hospital and then removed from life support. Richmond Police Department Officer Sarah Burton uh, died just a few days ago at Reed Health facility surrounded by her family and her police department posted a message saying, we would like to sincerely thank the Richmond community and those who have supported Sarah, her family and the department from near and far. The statement read Sarah Burton was critically wounded in a shooting that took place on August 10th. And the 28 year old officer was then moved to hospice care and then was taken to life support and then again removed just a few days ago. She was a four-year veteran of the department in Richmond, which is located about 65 miles east of Indianapolis. And the governor of Indiana and his wife uh, said that their hearts are heavy, uh, that we send condolences to Officer Burton's family and loved ones as they search for peace and strength from a greater power than we can all Muster. What a heartbreaking story. And uh, prosecutors have charged Philip Matthew Lee, 47, with three counts of attempted murder, um, also three drug possession charges uh, with heroin, cocaine, and a whole bunch of other things. And now looking at additional charges, needless to say, after this incident. Um, no other officers were short, were shot in the incident. And again, our thoughts and prayers, of course, go out to Officer Burton's family. And of course, to all of the brave men and women at the Richmond, Indiana Police Department. And of course, all the police departments across the country. We love you. We appreciate you. And it is such a powerful reminder that no stop is just a basic stop. They thought it was a basic traffic stop. And that's when she was shot in the head. And it is just a reminder of what a difficult, trying, and often uncertain job our law enforcement do every single day. We love you, and we appreciate you here on the Rita Cosby Show. Meantime, we are talking about Donald Trump and Letitia James, because the New York Attorney General this week said she had a bombshell, and you know she'd been planning this next line for a long time when she announced her civil case, not a criminal case, It is a civil case that normally you don't really hear much about. People change the square footage or the value of property. But she had to go after Trump because it seems like everybody in the Democratic Party is trying to. And here's her line of the conference. Take a listen.
4: Donald Trump engaged in years of illegal conduct to inflate his net worth, to deceive banks and the people of the great state of New York. Claiming you have money that you do not have. Does not amount to the art of the deal.
1: It's the art of the steal. And you know, she was practicing that for weeks. Let's see, art of the deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do that. All right. Well, Bill Barr, the former attorney general, of course, under President Trump, who hasn't really been a fan of President Trump, he's been kind of critical. He was critical of him about the raid, you know, making some comments that were not necessarily positive uh was making a lot of comments that have not been positive of late, yet he was asked right after this press conference happened with Letitia James this week, and he came out in defense of President Trump. He said, this is outrageous. This is an attorney general of the state of New York who spent millions upon millions of dollars and at the end of the day just has a basic plain civil real estate deal And he said it's abundantly transparent what this is really about. Take a listen. This is Bill Barr again, not a fan of President Trump.
6: It's hard for me not to conclude it's a political uh, hit job. And this is a woman who campaigned for office saying that, promising she was going to go after Trump, which I think is a a tremendous abuse of office to go headhunting and targeting individuals. So I think she was targeting Trump.
1: Yeah, I agree with him. One thousand percent. And he also said that all of these various investigations, including this one by Letitia James, is really going to backfire on the Democrats and ultimately help President Trump. Cause at some point you're going to go, uh, what are you going to arrest him for jaywalking? Is that what's next? Take a listen.
6: I think it will make people sympathetic for Trump that this is another example of uh, people piling on because of uh, Trump derangement syndrome. This, you know, this strong desire to, you know, to, to, to punish him.
1: And President Trump just a little bit ago at a rally in Wilmington, North Carolina, a packed rally, more than I think Joe Biden's had at all his rallies combined in the last few years, because usually it's like four of them, you know, with like a like a snack and like a brown bag or something. And they're snoring at the time. But instead, Trump had a packed arena, as usual, a packed crowd. And he said, you know what? We're taking angles from every different direction, and he knows that this is basically helping him from a political standpoint.
2: Never forget,
1: all of this torment, persecution, and
2: oppression is not happening because of anything we've done wrong. It's happening because of everything our movement is doing so right and so brilliantly.
1: So are all of these investigations going to backfire, and you can tell it's energizing Trump? Is it also going to energize his voters, and will it help them, especially come the midterms? Because the midterms are right around the corner. one 800 848 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Frank in Maine. Frank, uh, your thoughts about how this is going to impact Trump and also the midterms. You there, Frank? Frank, we're losing you. Call back. We can't hear you. But let's go to John. Uh, John, your thoughts about it.
7: Good evening, Rita. Uh, this is all about the narratives trying to control the short term,
8: uh, the, the Democrats trying to control the short term narrative. Um, the, the truth doesn't matter because it never gets covered. We had Russia collusion for three and a half years. It complete, It turns out to be a complete hoax and no one covers it. So they get to lie repeatedly, control the short term narrative, and there's no consequences long term for it.
1: Yeah. And you bring up a great point because they're trying to also change the narrative, John. I mean, right now, you know, if you're looking, if you're a Democrat, um, and if I were running against, you know, somebody, I'd go, okay, uh, do you feel safer today than you did X years ago? Uh, do you have more money in your pocket, uh, than you did X years ago? How do you feel about that open border? You know, how do you feel about the fact that 78 terrorists have come in in the last year? Do you like that on top of, uh, the 2 million others? Um, So there's not a pretty picture uh, if I'm a Democrat, but you can kind of go, oh, God, well, Trump is, you know, orange man bad. Trump is the boogeyman um, to try to deflect from everything else that they're doing. I think a lot of this is trying to shape the narrative, don't you, John?
8: Absolutely. And everybody talks about Trump derangement syndrome. It's only TDS because he's effective when it's DeSantis's turn and he's effective. It'll be DTS. They hate the man because he's effective, not because they hate the man. If he was an ineffective president, they could care less, like a George Bush. They love George Bush because he was ineffective, and he actually gave them power, and he, he he led up to Obama. So TDS will be DDS, and it'll be whoever else stands up and fights for the American people. I think everyone really needs to understand that.
1: Yeah, no, you bring up a great point, because it's he is the threat, and because he doesn't seem to care You know, he keeps fighting and fighting and fighting and, you know, he has funds to be able to fight it and he has, you know, uh, guts of steel, if you will. And they don't like that, you know, and it's because just like you said, I mean, if you look at right now within the Republican Party, he is still clearly the kingmaker and the people that he's been endorsing. Um, for, you know, for, you know, all the criticism and everything else he's got, like, it's like a 92 or 93% track record for all the ones he's endorsing. It has helped them tremendously. You know, in Ohio, JD Vance catapulted after he got the endorsement. It helped Oz, uh, for sure. In Pennsylvania, there's a number of them out there that have had just enormous win because of Trump. Carrie Lake in Arizona. Uh, governor running for governor there. I mean, there's a number of them. If the list goes on and on and on, there's some great ones. And, uh, Don Buldick, you know, who's in New Hampshire, uh, the general, you know, I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there that have that fight, but it helped when Trump got that seal of approval. It was like they shot up like a rocket ship and. Do you think people, people are like, uh, President Biden, uh, you don't have to come to my rally. I mean, Tim Ryan was running against JD Vance somehow wasn't available the day that Biden was in the area. Same thing Stacey Abrams too. Remember in Georgia? It's like, you know, it's like they don't, they're not like begging for him with Obama. It was like, please come in, please. You know, it was like that rock star status, you know, and that's how they feel about President Trump. They see it. They feel it. They see that energy. And I don't really know if there's anybody else now in the GOP that can generate that. And the Democrats see it. They know it. And that's why they're going for him. It's like anything they could do to try to like it's like, OK, let's try from another direction. Try from another direction. You know, it's like Trump, 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 Trump. Uh, as long as they're not talking about border crime, border crime, you know, uh, if we can keep the focus on Trump. They think that maybe somehow it'll deflect, I think, from a lot of the other problems out there. John, thank so much. Let's go to Tom, line three. Tom, your thoughts.
8: Hi, Rita. Um, uh, I, thanks for taking my call. I called a couple of times. My son's on the job, a police officer, and I love the way you back them.
1: Thank you. uh, Thank you. And I, and by the way, I remember too, Tom, and, and always thinking of, of your son and everybody there on the force.
8: Yeah, yeah, I came back from Florida, and then there was crime already. But this to Lisa James, I mean, this is just a smoke and mirrors. This thing, you know, if he committed a crime and he did something wrong, she's the attorney general, it's her duty not to do a civil, to do a criminal case. It's her duty. But she will not do it. Why? Because she won't be able to win. And she can't win because she would have to bring the banks in, and the banks would say, well, I didn't do my due diligence. Donald Trump came in and told me, "Yeah, a Lago was worth a hundred uh five hundred million dollars, and we just took his word for it. You know she just wants to get reelected she wants to it's 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 better for them to do a civil and to drag his name through the mud for a couple of months until the election period, but she would not it's her duty to make a criminal charge if he did criminal you know if she could prove it. But she would have to get the banks to say, no, we didn't do our due diligence. Yeah, we just took Donald's word for everything that he said. It would never fly. Right, And and you know,
1: Tommy, too, the other thing is the banks have not filed suit against him. That's the interesting thing, because you would think the aggrieved parties would be the banks if they felt like he had, like, faked things for the loan. According to Trump, he has paid back his loans. So where's the aggrieved party? You know, that's the other thing, Tom.
8: They made millions of dollars on him. He paid back all his loans. Whatever he, they said he did, he did. But this is just something – look, why wh- – how – with the crime – you don't go after uh, bail reform. You don't go after uh, Alvin Bragg. You don't go after what's really happening. You spend all your time focusing on one individual to get him all the, the money that they're spending, crimes out of control – the city's out of control and you spend all your money after one man and and, and what is it going to accomplish absolutely nothing
1: no that's a and great point the
8: and the city's burning around i mean you you know you what's more important even if trump was the worst person in the world do you go after the worst person in the world and and and, 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 and accomplish one thing or do you take care of crime you take care of uh the the bail reform you take care of of what's going on in the city you know, with uh, all these things, what do you do? You go after one person, or you take care of a lot of problems? No, let's go after one person, and and nothing's gonna happen. It just absolutely nothing's gonna happen. And what really it saddens me, Rita, is that nobody, it, they don't see through this. It's it just like like that other caller said, nobody's outraged, nobody uh, pickets, nobody does anything. It just boggles my mind how how people could sit back. And either they're just dumb and they can't figure it out or they just don't care. It just it's so disheartening. It really is.
1: Well, they're trying to get, I think, people to feel so like, oh, God, you know, you know, but but you still see, look, Trump is energized. He's still pulling out some people, um, clearly, because he's still pulling out huge, massive crowds that are not afraid, you know, to to stand by him. So I just encourage folks, you know, more than ever to get out and vote. My goodness, because if November isn't, you know, uh, a pivotal moment is to get out and vote for who you believe in and not be uh, feeling lackluster or disheartened because there is such a stark contrast, boy. And just like you said, this is not a good use of tax dollars. I mean, after all of this, you know, with skyrocketing crime taking place in New York and all around the country, um, and you think about all the issues uh, that are going on right now and think about all the money. I'd love to know, like, what was the price tag that you spent, Letitia James, um, to your point, Tom, to get to this moment where you basically had a civil suit over the square footage of Trump Tower or the value of Mar-a-Lago? Like, I- I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, think about all the money and how that could be used uh, to help homeless veterans in New York. Or to, uh, you know, to do a lot of other things, like you just said, to keep tabs on Alvin Bragg and to do other things, uh, you know, to make sure that criminals are serving their time. There's a lot of problems in New York, and she's focused on, you know, you don't hear anything. I mean, that's the other thing. You don't hear her doing anything about fighting crime. You never see anything. You never see any big announcement about, you know, uh, dealing with a lot of the issues about recidivism, about, you know, uh, the no-cash bail. You don't see anything. But boy, as soon as it's Trump, it's like they put out a press release to the world, you know, for a civil suit. I mean, it it is so abundantly transparent. And I just think it is so outrageous on so many levels. Tom, thank you very much. We're going to continue with your calls. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show.
6: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently.
1: By the way, well, there he is. It was also Ray Charles' birthday, the great Ray Charles. Wow. There he is. I love this. Friday night, hit the road, Jack. That is exactly what Donald Trump is saying tonight to Letitia James. And that's what he's saying to the DOJ and everybody else, because he's saying basically... Looks like he is planning to run and planning to announce it soon. By the way, I always love hearing from all of you. And you guys know I love hearing from everybody, different opinions, different sides. That is what America's about. That's what the Rita Cosby Show is about. And that's why I always love your calls. So we started a new segment. We talked about it last week. And we're going to be doing it every week. It is called Rita's Ringers. And it's with some of our favorite calls. There's a lot of them. So it's hard to figure it out because we love all of you, but some of the fun highlights of some of the calls of the week. So make sure you keep the calls coming because you want to see if you end up as a Rita's ringer because we're going to play the highlights every Friday night. And here is this week's edition. Take a listen to some of the great calls we had in the last few days.
3: I miss your shows. I'm hurt.
1: When I don't hear from you, I'm hurting, too, Phil. Rita, always a
3: pleasure, and every time I talk to you, I just feel good. If you were a betting girl, which
1: you may be, Dan, I bet every day I put you on the show.
0: This is Rita's Ringers.
1: I, I absolutely love you for allowing him
9: to vent on the air. That's, you know, that demonstrates a fantastic human being that you are for vigorously embracing the First Amendment.
7: Whoever is in charge now, which is uh, Joe Obama, this administration left those weapons over there on purpose so that they cannot be used against the Russians. That is treason. And yet nobody in the Senate, no Republican is bringing this up or is is saying that, oh, when we're elected in November 22nd, we're going to not
3: impeach him. We're going to indict him for
0: treason.
9: Do you think that they're
3: looking at him, Rita, and they're saying, what a great, strong president. What, what a marvelous man. He, he's showing strength. He's showing leadership. We feel confident in his decisions. We know that he is leading the world. We are America. Let me tell you something, Rita, and you already know this. If America isn't making it, the world isn't making it. Uh, Obama was radical but cloaked in a veneer of, uh, you know, a normalcy. But this guy is clearly radical, and he's unveiled as such. And this is who the, the uh, Democrats are voting for, these radical nutjobs who want to really just totally change this country anyway from its foundations, Just rip it apart.
9: Yeah, Rita, you know, I don't know about the legal aspects of all of this stuff, but Leticia James has given the conservatives a sweet 30-second spot for the midterms. All the ad has to say is quote her. No one is above the law and show pictures of Hunter, Hillary, Joe, and Fauci along with Chinese president Xi Jinping and follow it up with just that Leticia James, New York's finest crime fighter extraordinaire. Rita's Ringers.
1: So keep those great calls coming and see if you end up on Rita's Ringers, which we're going to play Every Friday night, some of our fun calls, there's so many of them, but we love hearing from all of you guys. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Bernard in California on line seven. Bernard, your thoughts um also about all the Letitia James and the barbs that are coming from the Democrats. Go ahead.
10: Well, you know, uh what can I tell you? I'm trying to stay out of trouble out here in California, and you just won't believe what it's like out here.
1: Well, I see, by the way, I see a little bit with uh, Gavin Newsom going after uh, DeSantis and everything else. I understand you had some problems, right?
10: uh, Yes. Yesterday was the first day of class at UC Santa Barbara, okay? So I stood at the corner of uh, Los Carneros and Hollister Avenue with a small a uh, sign that was uh, Biden Harris twenty twenty four. Okay, it was like about a two by one and a half foot sign, and it was upside down. Ah, a young man. And what up, happened? A young man pulled. A young man pulled up to the corner at the red light. I had the sign leaning against the light pole in my tie, and his passenger window was open. And he p- picked up from in between his two seats. He pulled out a fifteen inch machete.
1: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. Bernard. And what happened? Do me a favor, stay with us. We got a break, okay? Stay with us. I want to hear the rest of the story. I'm glad you're okay, but you've got us on pins and needles. We're gonna be right back to hear the rest of this one after the break.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show.
1: I know your name is Rita
8: because your perfume is smelling sweet since when I saw you. Dead.
1: Well, President Trump wasn't rare for him just a little bit ago. We're still getting some more sound in from his big rally tonight in North Carolina. And he basically said that Letitia James, who's the attorney general in New York, uh, that she is so overcome by Trump derangement syndrome that she's missing the fact that New York is dealing with sky high crime and drug crime and everything else. And yet she's focused on President Trump. And, of course, President Trump, never to be shy, took it all in stride and came out swinging just a little bit ago. Take a listen. This crazy, radical
2: leftist nutjob, James, should be going after the killers, the gangbangers, drug dealers and MS-13. Savages who are ravaging the state of New York. But the radical Democrats don't care about prosecuting violent criminals. They only care about persecuting Republicans or conservatives.
1: And he called for Letitia James, said she should be removed from office and immediately disbarred and banished from the legal profession forever. Here's another line that he said. He said there's never been a president that's gone through the crap that I'm going through left and right. And he said the left's chilling obsession with targeting political opponents. He has taken it head on. And he said he's doing it because he loves this country and he can't believe how much this country has fallen apart in the last two years. And he sure sounds like a guy who's planning to announce he's going to run again because he said he has one mission in mind.
2: But we're... On a mission to rescue the America we love and restore the republic to greatness, and we will not fail. We're not going to fall.
1: And the crowd loves it. By the way, I want to play a little bit of the chanting crowd, because he had some really, like, these are the people that they say are a threat to the republic. Remember in the Darth Vader speech, these are the ones who Biden says is a huge threat to the republic. Take a listen to probably some of the most patriotic Americans out there. And, you know, the Democrats, especially Joe Biden, are like, God, I can't even get anybody out to, like, even listen to me speech, let alone chant USA. Well, Kevin McCarthy, of course, who is the House Minority Leader, just a few hours ago, announced what they call as sort of their commitment to America, to restore America, just like President Trump is talking about. And he said most of the mission, he said, we want to bring back. Obviously, the economy. Uh, we want to bring back American values. And we also want to get tough on criminals and secure our border. That really was the heart of a lot of his plan. He's looking at what's going on in our border and everything else. Take a listen. This is what Kevin McCarthy said a little bit ago.
6: We have a plan for a nation that's safe. That means your community will be protected. Your law enforcement will be respected. Your criminals will be prosecuted. We believe in a future that's built on freedom, that your children come first. They're taught to dream big. And we believe in a check and balance that government should be accountable. No longer special interest. We should work for you, not the other way around like it is today.
1: And by the way, some Democrats came out and said, boy, he sounds radical. What, uh, going after the criminals? That sounds radical. I would say that sounds reasonable. There's a little difference. And boy, is there a lot of crime. Later on in the hour, we're going to talk about what's happening also with migrants because, of course, the 10 cities are starting to go up in New York. There's expected to be two ones at least. My prediction is two of many. And I want to hear your thoughts on that, too, because, boy, is it a mess. And the migrants are now suing again DeSantis and Abbott going after them. These are the illegal migrants. They're going after them. Uh, and boy, things are bad at the border because here's just a little taste of what they deal with almost every single day. This is a Texas farmer who was describing earlier today on Fox watching the migrants. Literally, you could see the video. It's like unbelievable. Literally watching it. It's like it's seen out of like a movie as they're breaking into his grandfather's house. And he said this is what happens every day, basically, if you live near the border. So
11: well, this is my house, okay? My house where I live with my children in this house right here, okay? There's your <coughs> border wall. Okay, I posted some videos yesterday. I offended some of y'all. <coughs> security camera footage. Eight individuals just the <coughs> wall running, okay, running. Crossed the wall, ran right through here. Ran right through here, tried going in my door, but my door was locked. So what did they do? They ran right inside my grandpa's house. Okay, four of them made it inside and barricaded themselves inside my 95-year-old grandpa's house. Okay,
1: all males, all carrying. Wow. That, I think, if I'm, like, running against somebody who's like, you know, oh, no, the border's fine, I'd play that over and over again. And you see the footage. You see, like, the guy's, like, sneaking into the house. The guy's watching it. And he says this is what happens every single day. And yet Martha's Vineyard was complaining when they had 48 migrants in their big community. I mean, this is just insanity, guys. And yet even more insane is Kamala Harris, who is supposed to be the, quote, border czar. She just did a recent interview with Vice News. And... Who does she blame for the problem at the border? Not her. The borders are not the president who's kept it wide open. No, she continues to say the border is secure, and the problems root back, of course, to President Trump.
5: Can you understand the frustration though that Americans have about the situation at the border?
12: It's not a monolith. There are very there there are a variety of components to this. One is the fact that under the previous administration, they decimated a system that was designed to address immigration. And so we have been spending, in the last 18 months we've been in office, spending a an incredible amount of time and work and resources to reconstruct that system.
1: So wait, Trump, who started the border wall, who had remained in Mexico, all these things... He decimated the system. And that's why you are going to have what? Five million potentially coming through at the end of two years under Joe Biden. What a bunch of hogwash. So we're going to talk about immigration, all of that coming up in just a few minutes here on the Rita Cosby show. Meantime, we're continuing to talk about President Trump, who came out swinging, talking about the open border again also tonight during his rally in North Carolina, because he said our country is not secure. Our borders are not secure. And he basically said Joe Biden has been a disaster. one 800 one 800 848 Bernard, I want to go back to you um, right before the break. You were telling us a story. You had a sign upside down with Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and somebody what pulled up next to you. They had a machete.
10: Right, that I was uh, I had yeah I was standing there at the corner, and all he could have even seen was this little two, one and a half by two foot sign upside down, and his passenger window was open, and he was turning right to go to UC Santa Barbara. He was looked like a student, like twenty year old white guy, and uh, he 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 I I'm standing there, and he. He's looking at me through the passenger window, which is open. And then he reaches down and grabs this, like, saber or a machete. It was about 15 inches long and it was black.
1: So, what happened? So, Bernard, sorry, just uh, to get to the chase, what happened and what did you do? And why do you think he was doing that?
10: Okay, he was doing it because he didn't like my sign. Uh, you know, this is a type of individual that, uh, you know, it belongs to Antifa. So, what he did was he goes, uh, you want a piece of this? And he held it up like that. Inside his car, he said, you want a piece of this? And I said, I don't think so. I already got your license number. And I didn't. But then he goes, try me, M like that. And he acted like he was going to throw it. So I jumped to the back of the car and smacked his window, and he took off. But I got the license number. And the police came later, and I gave them the license number. And so now there's a case pending with the Santa Barbara County Sheriff. So that's what happens when you go out there and say, you know, I don't agree with what this guy's doing to our country. And this is what you get, a machete.
1: Wow. And, you know, Bernard, first off, I'm glad that you're okay. I'm glad that you're safe. Um, And you're a a brave man protesting, especially in California, because, (laughs) you know, you're outnumbered there. But you know, it's so crazy. Like, they don't seem to think that there's some problem when you protest against Trump. You know, if you protest, uh, you know, uh, supporting Trump, if you're out there or they're protesting anti-Trump, I should say, like, you think about the people that were outside even Mar-a-Lago after the raid. Remember, there were some that were for Trump and on the, there were some on the other side, you know, and yet, you know, it's America. You should be able to at least voice your views, but there are just fanatics, just as you said. And most importantly, um, you know, crazy ones and you just got to be so, so careful. And it's this sort of vilifying if you criticize the president. You know, it's amazing. There was a new number and I saw a new poll that came out that basically said 59% believe that the country's headed in the wrong direction. And, you know, that's, that's a terrible number for a sitting president right now, especially as they're heading into the midterms. And, you know, wanting to have that Democratic support of the president as they go into the midterms for House and Senate. But I wanted to know who's the 41 percent who says it's going in a great way. Is there anyone out there? My goodness. Maybe the guy who was in the car there with the machete. Uh He may be one of the handful of ones out there. 1-800-848-9222. one 800 let us go to Benjamin. Line five. Go ahead, Benjamin.
9: Hi. I want to raise the question of why so many people still think that Donald Trump is a con man. And I want to go back to Trump University. I'm sure you know the story. What happened with Trump University? Well, the National Review, which is not some leftist publication, called it a scam, a major scam. And Trump had to pay $25 million in settlement. Another story is the Trump Foundation, where he used the foundation to pay all sorts of business expenses and political expenses. For example, the Trump Organization owned the Plaza Hotel in the middle of Manhattan and had to pay uh, for fixing the fountain in front of the Plaza Hotel, so the the Trump Foundation money was used to pay for that.
1: So, but what's so your point, Benjamin? No what's your point? I do remember there was something with the Trump University where there was some settlement. However, um, I do know also, I if I recall, uh, he did not say uh, he said that he was not guilty of whatever, but there was some sort of settlement or some funds or something. So, I just want to correct. Some of what you're saying. But fast forward, what's your whole point about this?
9: The point is that over the past, you know, I don't know how many years, Trump has been involved in many, many legal disputes, some connected to his business, others connected to other things, for example.
1: But where And where do you, you see this Denver, headed, though? Benjamin, we don't need a huge history lesson, but where is this headed?
9: Well, I think, but the history is important because some people, you may not like it, but some people still remember what happened with Donald Trump and the birther issue, okay? The Obama birth certificate.
1: Right. I remember. And- I remember all of that. But but fast forward, Benjamin, just because what does that mean with what's happening now with Letitia James? And and the reason Letitia I say James,
9: that, you know, I I don't like Letitia James. OK, but let's see. Trump will have his day in court. So this is but this is just. One dispute, one issue of many.
1: Right, right. And by the way, by the way, I have nothing against Letitia James. What I do have an issue with is the fact that after all this time, she built it like it was going to be the big thing, you know, um, and she spent a lot of taxpayer money to come up with a real estate dispute. Do you understand why even Bill Barr and a lot of other people who are not necessarily fans of Trump have said this looks awfully politically motivated because the feds had their bite at this, they didn't. Alvin Bragg also had his bite at this. So far he hasn't done anything either. And yet Letitia James builds it up like it's the second coming. Um and then she basically has a real estate dispute over square footage. You know, so I I guess my point is to you, Benjamin, this is a businessman who has a lot of business deals. And a lot of tentacles and a lot of things that he, you know, a lot of people working for him where there's issues, too, that are even not directly related to him. But I say that to you in the context that, you know, it seemed a little superfluous. Let's just put it that way. And it seemed very questionable. And it clearly seems political in so many ways, Benjamin. That's where I say. And I'm, I'm speaking about the Letitia James case. When it came down, it just seemed awfully heavy handed. Go ahead.
9: But again, Trump and Letitia James will litigate the case, and let's hope that Trump comes out as pure as the driven snow, okay? But there are enough cases, and Trump gained a lot of attention by claiming that Obama was not born in the United States, and he claimed that he had some investigators working on the case in Hawaii, and I'm quoting now.
1: Yeah, Benjamin, Benjamin, we remember all this. This is like you're like rehashing old stuff. I appreciate the history lesson, but I do want to move forward. But, Benjamin, thank you very, very much. Boy, that guy was like, uh, and then in 1912, (laughs) I don't know if we'd ever get to 1914 or 1915. We'd be here all night. We're going to continue with your calls. We're going to talk about modern times when we come back. It's
0: the Rita Cosby Show.
1: I'm dragging this out because I love this song. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Of course, his birthday. He turns 73 today. Good old. I'm dragging this out because I'm waiting for the chorus here. I love this. It's Friday night. We got to rock a little bit. Come on. Here we go, you guys. This is in honor of the guy who was telling me about 1912. Here we go. Well, Letitia James thought she had a glorious case when she unveiled the civil suit against Trump this week. Here is her making the big announcement that looks like a big bust. There cannot be different
4: rules for different people in this country or in this state. And former presidents are no different. And so today we are making good on that promise, on our commitment, because no
1: one No one is above the law. Yeah, but also no one is beneath it either. And nobody should be treated different because their last name is Trump. And Bill Barr, the former attorney general for Trump, who is not really a fan of Trump at all, as you guys have seen of late. uh, Even he said this is a ridiculous case that she brought and totally partisan. Take a listen to what he said.
6: Well, I'm suggesting this is not the kind of case you would want to sink a lot of effort into uh, and, the, uh I'm all, and I'm also saying that I think the proof is probably fairly poultry when it comes to to uh, Trump.
1: Ah, so in other words, this case is Bupkiss. one 800 let us go to Sam. Uh, Sam, your thoughts about Letitia James.
11: Hi, good evening, Rita. How are you tonight?
1: I'm good. I'm good. What do you think um, of where this is headed?
11: Well, I got I got something really good for you. That last sound bite that you just played, okay, it doesn't get any better to prove my point. I had written a letter to uh, Letitia James, the Attorney General. I had written one to Governor Hokel. I've spoken to Governor Hokel's uh, counsel, Bella Satcher was her name. And I said, Does Governor Hokel approve of anti Semitic remarks? on the record, by a judge, to me, and it's on the record.
1: Oh wait, Sam, it's, it's, Sam, also, Sam, you're straying, just because I have a few seconds, real quick. No, Get no, to no, the no. point. They're
11: gonna just, okay, the judge that sat on my case, 28 years, the director of legal counsel for Citibank. That's who I, the opposition was. So I said to Logista James, why, if you're going after Donald Trump, he did something wrong, like Bill O'Reilly said...
1: We're losing you, Sam. We're losing you, Sam. Uh, but uh, anyway, I appreciate the point. We'll continue.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great veterans and, of course, their families. A powerful story coming from Newcastle, Pennsylvania, where the message was, it's been long overdue. U.S. Army veteran Raymond Sachetti said about the Vietnam War veterans being recognized over the years for their service. He said it should have happened back in 1975 when the war was over. Sachetti himself served in Vietnam in 1969 and 1970. And this week, the Vietnam Agent Orange Veterans Project hosted a lapel ceremony, lapel pen uh, ceremony for Vietnam veterans and also their families at the Newcastle, Pennsylvania Fraternal Order of Eagles Club, which donated to the project. One of the Army veterans, a guy named Bruce Smith, served from 1965 to 1969, including two years in Vietnam. And he said that other veterans appreciate feeling welcomed and thanked now. And he said that always wasn't really the case, as we know, because we never got a welcome home. Uh, another Navy veteran and the CEO of the local Agent Orange Veterans Project to organize the event, Hugh Correa, said his father was a Vietnam veteran. He said the Vietnam vets didn't get a very good welcome home when they came back from Vietnam. Many of the veterans, when they came back, were called baby killers and other things. They were looked down upon. He said, I talked to a lot of veterans who at the time went into the bathroom and they threw their uniform in the garbage and went into their civilian clothes. That was a travesty. Indeed, it was. And how beautiful and how important that they were honored now. And again, I agree with them. It is long overdue. By the way, on the lapel pin that they got on the back of it, there was a beautiful message, and it says, A Grateful Nation thanks and honors you. To all of our great Vietnam veterans, I love you. I appreciate you all, and welcome Home, And I'm glad to see that you are recognized and deeply appreciated now, as our military always should be. By the way, everybody, I want you to know that I'm proudly supporting the Tunnels to Towers 5K Walk Run in New York City again this year. It's this Sunday, everybody, September 25th. And I need your help because this goes to the Tunnels to Towers Foundation. What an incredible organization recognizing America's heroes And also their families, a lot of Gold Star families get enormous support from this incredible organization. And it's very simple to support my team this year in the Tunnels to Towers 5K run. Here's what you got to do. Go to walk.ritacosby online and donate to my team. I'm trying to raise as much money as possible. Again, all of it goes to the Tunnels to Towers Foundation honoring America's heroes and their families who often need new homes, uh, scholarships. There are so many incredible things that this organization does. Uh, I love Frank Siller and what he has done to recognize his brother, FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller, who made his final footsteps heading to the Twin Towers on 9-11. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your support, and do whatever you can to help this incredible organization. Again, go to walk.ritacosbyonline.com and donate today. Thank you for everything you do to support these great men and women. We are talking, of course, of the situation with Donald Trump, who is dealing with barbs from every direction again in just a few days on September 28th. Get ready. It's like round 580,000, I guess, of uh, the January 6th committee. Uh, So put on your earplugs and get ready for Liz Cheney. And get ready for Jamie Raskin. Get ready for Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson. Uh, they say they have more stuff because it's right before the midterm. Surprise, surprise. And, of course, just a few days ago, Letitia James announced what was a civil suit, just a basic real estate civil suit. And here's a little bit of her announcement earlier in the week against Trump.
4: The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us.
1: And Donald Trump, again, just a few hours ago, fresh sound from him coming in. He was at a rally in North Carolina, and he said it is time for Letitia James to be kicked out of office, that this was overzealous, and she should be removed, disbarred. Take a listen. Thankfully, the latest polls show that Peekaboo
2: James is losing to her Republican challenger this fall. He's very good, too. He's a great great guy. He's He's a real crime fighter. And we wish Michael a lot of luck because he's representing a lot of people that want to see New York change. It's a crime ridden place. But she doesn't just deserve to lose. She deserves to be removed from office, immediately disbarred and banished from the legal profession forever.
1: Wow, he is coming out swinging one 800 one 800 So where do you think this is headed and do you think... It is just emboldening President Trump. He sure sounds more and more every time he does a rally like he's inching closer to running in 2024. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tim, uh, line four. Tim, your thoughts? Hi,
7: Rita. Thank you for taking my call. I'd like to make a comment about Trump and, and taxes. I think that those pie charts that we see in back of the federal and state instruction booklets, that designate how our taxes where our taxes go to i think we need to add another slice and it should be called get the get trump family little slice it is ridiculous what's going on and i don't understand how we are putting up with it it needs to stop and why aren't people speaking out about this stuff going on i don't i don't get it I don't get it. Benjamin, notwithstanding a great call, but this needs to stop um, this persecution of a citizen. Wh- when's it going to stop? And why aren't we why isn't there something going on to stop this? This, this? We should be able to prosecute somebody who goes after a citizen based on, oh, let's try and find something.
1: Right and that's exactly what she did too because she put out the video saying you know if I run it was like a remember it was like a campaign ad uh you know uh, I'm running on getting Trump that was like her mission I mean I I was pretty astounded that she did that and it's actually an interesting legal case cuz you could make the case that is unethical too you don't make a contention it's like yeah 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 it's not like I'm going to go hey uh, I'm going to find uh, a crime that Tim does and I'm going to go after him and when I find it I'll let you know like that's my Mission beyond end all. But go ahead, Tim.
7: Yeah, like we we have rules against entrapment. We have rules against illegal search and seizure. This falls kind of along these lines. And, you know, if somebody does something wrong, I want them prosecuted. But I want them to be held accountable. But this is this is along those lines of, hey, let's get somebody. And for those independents democrats republicans i don't care we, if we are they this can be you this can be a family member of yours where they go after somebody and make them spend all these legal fees to protect them to to, to you know protect themselves from this these prosecutions uh, it's just wrong um you no know, that's that's all I got to say about
1: it. No, Tim, I love your passion. Thanks so much. Great call. Very interesting. Let's go to Patty, line one. Patty, your thoughts. Hi, Peter. Hi. Ooh, Patty, you're Thank breaking you up. For taking my call. Can oh, you hear yeah, me? much better now. Go ahead, Patty. Thank you so much. I almost burned my broccoli. Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah. burn a lot. I by the way, I you know that's a good line. I'm burning my broccoli. How you doing? Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> I so burn everything. I so I think one of the Hmm. I burn everything. Cooking is not my forte, Patty. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I'm a good dinner date. But go ahead.
12: <laughs> okay. Thank you, uh, Rita. I'm just. Go- I was just saying. <laughs> I'm just going to say essentially that Attorney General James is just doing her job. In my opinion, um, trillions, trillions of dollars have been put into real estate. More than trillions of dollars. Quadrillions of dollars. Um, have been invested in New York, especially around um, President Trump's area in Manhattan. So um, I'll just say that trillions of dollars have been invested. And um, there may have been a little bit of fudging as such. There was too much fudging, unfortunately, perhaps. And fudge on food may be delicious, you know, and sometimes healthy, but um, with money, we, you know, have to be careful about fudging, you know?
1: Yeah, and listen, that's, that's why I said what uh-huh. it sounds like some of the things that she's going after. A lot of people in real estate kind of do a little bit of, you know, I'm not saying it's right. But what uh-huh. I'm saying is that she made it sound like we have all these things. Believe me, if she found something that, that, that tinged on criminal she would be mm-hmm. the one announcing it. She wouldn't be saying, I'm going to make a referral here and here and here. She'd want to oh, be the one claiming it. So the point is that she spent all this time, um, you know, it's like saying, I'm going to find how many banks he robbed, right? And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, um I found that, you know, he went through a stoplight. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's basically what she came up with. And she built it like it was going to be this big reveal, And, you know, so that's where I'm going, that that at some point you have to say, look, money is much better served focusing on things. I mean, look at all the stuff with, you know, the no cash bail and crime. And I mean, look what's happening about all these people who have had a history, a rap sheet, including, you know, uh murders, attempted murders, and they're getting out. Exactly. She's not talking exactly. about that, Patty. She's talking about, you know, uh, like as you said, fudge or, or burnt broccoli. <laughs> Come on, you know? Let's put it <laughs> in burnt you, broccoli Rita. terms. <laughs> Thank you, Rita. Thanks, Patty. You're great. Let's go to Ken. Ken, uh any burnt broccoli you want to share with me? Go ahead.
8: <laughs> no, I got I got no burnt broccoli for you, but uh listen, these two people at right by right, this moment. You know, they're a disgrace. Okay, this city is burning. Okay, it's burning. It's still been burning for years. Okay, and and Louis know, James and and this fucking idiot Adams. Okay, I, I, I don't even know what to say. You know, this has never been this way in New York City in my life.
1: No, you're and right. By the by the way, you the are way. right. The city is a mess. It's a disaster and and it's like it, like you just said it's like it is really like and so many cities across the country are like that and yes she's focused on trump fudging you know is, is even under her worst allegation he says he did everything correctly um but even if you believe her that he fudged on the size of a property or the value of a property it's like uh, like that's what that's the worst allegation she's come up with and again he says even that's bogus it's a, it's so crazy. Let's go to Richard, line four. Richard, your thoughts.
13: Ah, uh, good evening, Rita. How are you speak? Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, what do I you thought, think? What I think, well, my what I think is this. First of all, he should nip that at the bud. She should be removed immediately because she made a public statement and she said in the case, like she had a case, criminal case, and she said that defendants which is Donald Trump's children. She can't use that word, but she used the word defendant. In order for you to reach that plateau of being a defendant, you have to be accused of a criminal crime. So what she did is she used slanderism against his children, and he has all the right to sue her and countersue her and also remove her to the fact that she's not doing her job. You spend three years of taxpayers' money on what? On, on, on you, you, You're chasing nothing. And she made the slanderism. You cannot attack one's character, and that's exactly what he did to her, to his children. You cannot do that. You know what? Do your job. Take care of the criminals. Take care. Take care of the, the, the people that are making
1: this city into crap. That's all I gotta say. No, you're right. You're right. The focus is so ill, you know, ill served to the great citizens. You know, of New York. And it's an example of what's sort of happening across the country, too. It's like, why are you not focused on stuff that would actually save the community of crime, of so many of the problems that are going on? No, no, no. She's not focused on that. She's not focused on those skyrocketing numbers. You're the attorney general. Um, you're, you know, you're the, the lead prosecutor. You would have a great position to go after a number of these things. And yet she's not talking about any of that. All she's talking about is Trump, 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 Trump. And at the end of the day, it's like, let me throw a dart and see where it sticks, you know? And, and it's stuck on, oh gosh, uh, when he was 12 years old, he forgot to do this. Or, or again, even if you believe her, uh, that he extended, he changed the size of his apartment of Trump Tower. From 11,000 to something else, or he valued Mar-a-Lago saying it's this. There are people who said he undervalued it. You know, if you listen to some people in real estate. I mean, so it, it is just, it is the definition of insanity. And to me, it makes her look foolish. And you had a great point because Richard, it really is hurting the good people of New York. And, and this is sort of indicative of just what the Democratic party in general is doing. It's just like, let's everything is trump 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 and 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 biden right now is maga maga bad maga bad mega bad i mean i brought up that earlier today he's at this event for the national education of Association, national nea you know the the national educators Association. It's one of the it's the biggest union for teachers and you know as opposed to talking about the quality of education and the fact That kids, this new study that came out not that long ago just showed how terrible they're doing on English and math in particular and the effects of what happened during the shutdown and how bad things are and how we got to get our kids back up to speed to be competitive in the world. My God, what is more important than caring about our kids in the next generation? And yet he starts talking about MAGA. He starts talking about, like, you know, explaining why he thinks that MAGA Republicans are bad. I'm like, are, do you realize, sir, that you are talking to like an education union? You're talking to teachers. Why don't you give a positive message about the future? But he couldn't wait because he All he can do is like it's like this Trump derangement syndrome that like seems like everybody has on the Democratic side. And I think it gets to a point where it's like it's like they're hoping that you're going to focus on this and maybe not focus on all the problems. uh, But it's like Rome is burning and they don't want to put out the fire. I mean that that it's an outrageous thing, Richard. Real quick, I'll get you to respond. Go ahead, my friend.
13: Well, everything that you say, you hit it on the head, one hundred percent. You know, I I feel that Donald Trump, and if he's going to run, he should wait till everything is taken care of. Wait till after the after the the November, and he will take care of what he has to do. And the American people don't sleep. You need to get out there, and you need. To vote, we need to vote. We need to vote, and our vote counts.
1: Yeah, one thousand percent. Great message, Richard. Thanks so much. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. It's a fiery Friday night. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show.
1: The Allman Brothers. I had a feeling. Boy, it's reminding me of my college days at the University of South Carolina, guys. Let's put a little bit up. And Trump wasn't rambling tonight. I will say Joe was rambling when he was at the U.N. Boy, was he rambling. And then afterwards, remember, he couldn't find when he did one of those meetings, it was like, which exit do I leave from the stage? And then he asked somebody where the bathroom is. Remember, it's like, um, Mr. President, you're speaking about Russia. You're talking about food insecurity, these huge issues. And uh, he's like, oh, which way do I sit? Which way do I stand? That would be a good song for him. The Ramblin' Man, that would be a good song. If he runs again, even though Nancy Pelosi won't even say if she wants him to run again, that could be his theme song. What do you think, guys? 1-800-848-9222. one 800 848 And we are talking about Donald Trump coming out swinging Against Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, of course, who lodged a civil suit against him this week. He says it's a witch hunt, and he also says she should be disbarred that this is outrageous. What do you guys think? Because, of course, in the next few days, it will be, again, round 5,612, or whatever it is, of the January 6th committee. Just when you thought it was over, it's coming back again again. And the next hearing, we don't know if it's going to be in prime time or when it's going to be, but it is set for September 28th. So that is coming up soon. And it's going to be interesting. What do they revive in their little break? Uh, and what are their plans that they're planning on unveiling? Uh, because, of course, the midterms are around the corner and every Democrat, all they're talking about, not crime. They're not talking about the border. They're talking about Trump, 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 Trump. Trump. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Diane, line three. Diane, your thoughts.
12: First of all, all banks use their own appraisers. They don't go by the estimates that a, that a loan seeker gives them. So she has no case. She has no case. They never go by the, the, the by the numbers that, that somebody gives. They use their own appraisers, and I wish that that would be spread around because it makes moat everything that she's saying and accusing him of. And secondly, (laughs) uh, Bernie Sanders' wife had a little college deal there, too, and she totally ripped it off. They totally took the money and used it for themselves. So, you know. I mean, as far as that goes, at least Trump offered education even though it wasn't as great as he claimed it would be but But what I said before about banks using their own a- a- appraisers that should be first and foremost put out in the media because. It it just destroys her, everything she's
1: claiming. Absolutely. And by it. the way, Diane, to your point, um, because Trump was speaking on Fox News and in the interview, he even said that. He said he has like a page and a half of disclaimers saying, you know, this is what we appraise it at. Obviously, you should look at it have your professional team. And you can bet, by the way, that these banks had professional teams. And, and you bring up a great point in the sense, Diane, it's not the banks going after Trump because they seem happy. He claims that he paid them all back. There's nothing due. It's Tisha James going after, her, you know? And and you know that these banks, especially the biggies, I mean, and those are the ones he was dealing with, they do have their own appraisers. They have, like, you know, much bigger than even the Trump organization. And you're right. It puts a lot of what he is saying to bed. But Letitia James is still going. Still going. Let's go to Vinny real quick. Line two. Vin, your thoughts. Hey, Vin, are you there?
7: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear
1: you loud and clear, my friend. Go ahead.
7: I call it frivolous lawsuit Friday, so Leticia James just wants to you know make a name and go after Donald Trump, and that's what she's doing, and the previous caller was correct, you know this is an indictment of the banks then how would they give him money and based on appraisal of properties, you know uh, banks gonna do their due diligence, they wouldn't just give him billions and billions of dollars without backing it up. Oh
1: no, you are absolutely right, and indeed. They had their own appraisers. You know they did, and they're not suing. It's Tisha James.